What up, guys? This is your host, GWeezy11, and this is the Gym Podcast. I got um, got a special guest here. Got my boy D in the house. What's up, D? How you what feeling? What up, bro? I'm feeling good. That's good, man. Um, man, it's been a long time. I've been, I've been wanting you to come on here for a long time, and you've been stalling. Nah, I'm just kidding. No, um, no, no. I, I have, bro. It's all good. It's all good. Now you're here, so we got some, we got some cool topics we're going to talk about, but um, I usually start off of how we met so do you remember how we met because i mean i i think i think i do but it's a little blurry because we've been friends i think me and you've been friends for shit i think the longest bro yeah it's been a minute bro i think we met up in sixth grade we were in um we had a class together yeah math class math class damn sixth grade you know who it was it was miss, miss verse stuff bro not that that's when I had. That's when I met you. That's when. That's my first memory of you, bro. So, see, that was social studies. Maybe? Yeah, social yeah. studies. Because we had okay, we had that class, and then we had. I'm pretty sure we had math together too. I just don't remember the teacher's name. In sixth grade. Yeah, I think we had a couple classes together in sixth grade. But, I mean, who knows? Yeah, I don't remember. But I, I, that's crazy that you you reminded me of that because I had I forgot that too. But we I remember that class too as well. But um, what I f- I forget when because you you knew my brother right? You knew my brother before. Well, you kind of knew of him, and then you knew of me, and then but you, yeah, I think I think it was your brother who I who I met before everybody. That's crazy. Well, actually, I know B the longest just because he's been in the family. Yeah. But as the group of guys, yeah, I think it was Edward, bro. That's what's up. I knew. Um, I think it was you, and then I'm pretty sure after that it was it was it was Tony. So I that's a, that's a different story. But man, it's been a while, man. That's that's fucking crazy how how long it's actually been and the type of like people don't understand that you actually literally gotta have a lot of similarities to actually even be friends with somebody for that long. Like there's. People, for me, I think people don't understand that there's sometimes you have friends that have similarities, but I think most of the time people have a lot more non-similarities. I don't know. It was just that don't connect with that person. And a lot of people don't understand that you got to have like shit in line with that person to actually be connected with them, like have that friendship, have that uh, just have that connection with somebody. So I don't, I don't know how how do you feel about that? No, bro, yeah, I feel you. We've been through a lot of shit, actually. Um, ever since you lived on that, what was it, Lake Valley Street? Fuck, man. Valley High. Crazy thing, look, I'm, I'm going to go into it, just touch on it real quick. I used to live, shit, let's see. I'm pretty sure it was 36th Street and, fuck, I'm, I think it was like 36th Street and Couples. I think that's what it was. Uh, it was like maybe a mile down from like St. Mary. So I don't, I'm not too sure on what side of town you call that, but it was, yeah, um, maybe the West side. I don't know, but, um, something, something happened and my family, yeah, we just ended up moving and it was like literally, I mean, that, what is that? Maybe like 20, 30 minutes away from Southwest. So it was a, it was definitely a change, but I think that was, fuck, I'm pretty sure that was like third, no, fifth grade. Fifth grade was my first first year at at Sun Valley. Um, that was my first year too. I yeah. just moved in from Cali, and 
I started like half of fifth grade, half year of fifth grade. You know what? I think that was the first year that it was actually built. Honestly, fifth grade, what was that? 2005, six, mm-hmm. something really? like that. It, but so I moved there and then I lived one house um, at the bottom of the actual street on Lake Valley. It was a small ass house, bro. And it was probably like maybe it was all my brothers and sisters and then my mom and her boyfriend at the time. But it's fucking small. And then there was another house, like maybe like five years later that we actually moved into, bro. And that shit was just, um, it was that two story house um, that we actually got into. And bro, that house was fucking huge. Like I think there was like five bedrooms, three baths, um, the upstairs. There was like two living rooms in that bitch. It had a fucking balcony. It was it was pretty fucking dope, but yeah, um, it was it's crazy just to see the the amount of time that me and you've been friends. Like I don't think, like I said, I don't think people get it. The amount of shit we've we've been through and the amount of stuff that you actually have to be um, in line with another person. But the another, I think so. After that, we something. I think we just fuck. Honestly, I don't remember how, why we left that house. I'm pretty sure it was like 2011, 2012, but that's when we moved on to Ashfield. And big country? Yeah, in big country. Yeah, I had a house in big country. But that one was pretty, that one was about the same. I think that one had four bedrooms, had yeah, two baths. Two story too. Yeah, it was two story too. But I think it was just, man, honestly, it was just old. But it was a dope house. But yeah, it was the party house, bro. Oh, uh, yeah, bro. Man, that was, let's see, June. July of 2012. I think it pretty much was June or July. I don't know if you remember that, but it what? was the juniors? first. Going junior. Going to junior. Or no. Graduated in 2013. No, we, we were, yeah, we were, okay, we were juniors going into senior year. That's when the first party happened. I think that year. You know what's crazy too? I didn't even know there was, there was going to be a party that day. Like, I think it was like midday. Someone hit me up and was like, I think two, three, I think one was a girl and the other two were people who were like just friends. I think they were just two, two um, friends that I had and they were just like, hey, I heard you're having a party. Like, what's the address? What are y'all going to have? Y'all want to bring anything? I was just like, what the fuck? Like, there's going to be a fucking party? <laughs> so at that time, my brother, he was, we're, well, we were in the same grade. I think he had, um, I think he had flunked a, a grade or something like that, but. We were in the same grade, but he knew a lot of people. I knew a lot of people. And I guess he was just having a fucking party. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess he was just, he wanted a party. And as soon as that happened, of course, he knew a lot of people. I knew a lot of people. We just brought the fucking party down. Like, we we fucking party came down. But to go back to it, that that happened. Let me try to remember the day. That happened. And yeah, I, I think I just invited a shitload of people. And you, know, it's funny too, because my mom invited a shitload of people too. <laughs> my bro, fucking down, bro. Bro, yeah, my mom invited. So at at the time, I believe my mom was single, and she, if y'all don't know my mom, she's uh she's a real cool person. She's she's down to earth. But me and her have a relationship like no other. We're literally like best friends. So at at that time, like I said, she was single. So she had a couple friends, but at, they were like. How do I say it? They're like cholos, like, like OGs, bro. Yeah, like OGs. Like I'm talking about, like dicky pants, white tee. You got the tat. Yeah, you got the tatted up. You got you got the Cortezes on feet. Like just straight cholo out. Like I'm just, 
I, I mean, I was cool with it. Like, I didn't know. But also, too, they're pretty cool. Like, they weren't like, they're just good vibes at the time, I think. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. When everybody got kicked out, it was just them. And we were still partying, bro. Just jamming out to some old school music. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Hey, uh, so let's see. We, yeah, party started. I think I, I got ready at someone else's house or something like that. Or I was, I was somewhere. And I just remember coming there. Oh, no. I had worked that night. I remember. I had worked that night. I pulled up. Um, damn, this was my 10, 30, 11. The party was going on already. My, I'm pretty sure y'all were all there. Like, everybody was there already. Pulled up, got dressed. Um, yeah, that was it. Bottles, I think, I'm pretty sure we bought bottles the day before. We bought a shitload of beer the day before. And shit got crazy. I, like, I remember bits and pieces, because that night, I'm pretty sure it was, like, the night that I was just like, fuck, this is, like... This is one of the days that I'm actually about to fucking get faded for the first time. But <laughs> so that happened. What else? Party party went on. Bro, there's so my mom invited friends and I got I guess it got kinda out of hand. Like it was to a point where there's like 35 year olds, 40 year olds, but people we didn't even fucking know. Like, I'm bro, there's yeah, there's people there just just doing wild shit. Wild, wild, wild shit. But um, that party, I think, set it off because that house was, fuck, I'm pretty sure it was like 200 square feet, 2,000 square feet, maybe. Big house. Yeah, it was a pretty big house, but there must have been like fucking two, 300 people in that bitch at the time. So I mean, oh, inside, outside. Yeah. Inside, outside, packed. Garage. Yeah, all the oh yeah, got all the crazy <laughs> people doing drugs and shit in the garage. Oh my God. I forgot about the garage because there is, bro, think about this. There was a ping pong table outside. There's a ping pong table inside, ping pong table, uh, not ping pong, but like a beer pong table, I'm sorry, um, in the garage. So there's three at the same time, maybe even two outside from what I fucking remember. You had a pool, like a little kiddie pool of just ice and there's fucking beer and and um and like bottles. Um, what else you had? I'm pretty sure we had a fucking, we had like a little stereo system yeah, going yeah, yeah. at the time and just a shitload of people. So shitload of people. If you don't know, in the BC area, um, 1604 in Marbach, there is a shitload of cops. Well, at least back then. I'm not too sure because I don't live in the area now, but shitload of cops. So the cops came down, um, raided that whole bitch. And it was just, I mean, pe- as, as soon as people heard that there was cops, I don't know if you remember anything, but just people scattering, bro. Like people just running. Like if it was just like something was going on. I mean, something was going on, but it wasn't, to me, it wasn't that fucking serious. But yeah. That's where we acquired our first uh, beer pong table, too. Official. Oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody left that bitch in there. Bro, you know, bro, someone left that. Someone left. I remember we got, like, two or three bottles of Ciroc, bro, but not the little, like, little ones that start off with, like, the huge, like, maybe the medium medium-sized ones. Like, every, I guess everybody was just scared and just dipped. Yep. Just scared and just dipped. But that was, yeah, it was a crazy night. So I'm pretty sure the cops pulled up maybe... I would say maybe about two or three times, maybe even fucking four. And it was funny, bro, because I just remember my mom just answering the door every single time, just trying to calm the officer down and just, oh, everybody's supervised. Everybody, we're, we're just having a good time. And and nah, people were getting fucked up, bro. Wait, that's when they knocked on the fence, right? Okay, yeah. So I'm pretty sure after, <laughs> bro, <laughs> I'm pretty sure like on the fifth time, like, or maybe maybe even like the second or third. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it had to be the second or third because everybody was like, because my mom was trying to calm him down. And then at that time, 
everybody was still like scared, but still there. Didn't want to leave, but trying to leave. Like it was just a crazy situation. And then I guess the second time pulled up or the third time. And then just like, they literally knocked down my whole fence. Like they, cause there was just so much people in the fucking backyard. And then yeah, everybody just took off, bro. But I just remember like, shit, maybe like 10 cop cars or sheriff department, I guess. The sheriff's in my fucking, in the street on Asheville, on uh, Asheville, just ready to taser some people. I don't fucking know. Just something crazy, bro. It was, it was, it was, I was just, all I remember was trying to rush everybody upstairs. Well, everybody that we were cool with, it's just like it stay. Yeah. And I was just scared as fuck, bro. At the time, I don't know, bro. That shit was just scary to us, to me, actually, because I didn't have any papers and shit. <laughs> yeah, you're good, bro. Um, not <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was definitely a crazy experience. I, I'm, I, I think I remember. I'm pretty sure I was scared. I wasn't scared. I was, I was fucking faded and just doing my thing. But yeah, I think I think after the fifth time. I think they just left us alone. And but man, that that next night, I'm pretty sure we went. Shit, it must must have been six, seven in the morning, bro. When I went to sleep, woke up like at one o'clock, and just yeah, it was crazy, bro. It was, it was definitely a crazy situation. Crazy, that's probably one of. I think that's how we how we got into the party scene though, because we got our hands on so much alcohol, bro. Yeah, so many bottles. We had like six cases of eighteen B eighteen. 18 can, 18 packs and shit. Yeah. And from there, I think that's when we were like, damn, we can get our hands on all this shit. Everybody was just pitching in their money and shit. And that's when, I don't know, I think the next party was at Jimmy's house. Maybe. I no, I think, I'm pretty sure we had two parties at during the, the summer. At your house? I'm, I think so, but I'm not too sure. But that next party, um, yeah, that next party was crazy too. Um, what... Fuck, I was I was gonna say something, but I forgot. Oh yeah, this was so yeah. I think that was that was the first time we ever like thought to ourselves because everybody was working at the time, or at least most of us, um, and we we're just like, oh, let's just pitch in fifty bucks. So there's like ten of us. That's a, that's four hundred, well, five hundred bucks, and we just yeah, five hundred bucks of just beer and alcohol. That's a good fucking amount, honestly. Sometimes it was even more than that, and we just yeah, as long as there is that. Shit, it was popping, bro. Fucking very, very popping. Damn, bro, how old were we, bro? Let's see. I think this was in 2011, actually. Because I got a picture on my phone, bro, of the of everything that we bought. Yeah, and the timestamp says 2011. Maybe, but I'm pretty sure it was in 2012 because I remember going in senior year that next year. I think so. Yeah, probably, bro. Because I think that's when we threw all our parties. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was. Well, if you pulled up to that party and you still remember that shit, give me a five-star review because I fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that, that shit was cool, man. But I uh, I, I want to jump into the, the next topic. So we, uh, if me and me and Diego, like I said, me and Diego have been friends for a while, but he, I think, well, another person too, but he, me and him actually got into um some crazy stuff, not crazy, but some, some cool shit that actually, well, for me, I think transformed my life to where I can put, I can leverage certain things to be in my favor. But, um, so credit. So for me, credit was one of the things that helped me realize 
you can actually obtain a lot of stuff like cars, um, other things like, I don't know, fucking MacBook. Just like shit you can finance. Financial freedom. Yeah, financial freedom to to an extent, I I should say. But um, what do you, as far as, what what do you remember? Do you remember like your first credit card or your first like experiences buying a credit card or anything like that? What, What do you say? Well, my first credit card probably was, uh, I think my Capital One Journey card. I think everybody and their moms could gets approved for that one. And uh, I just remember applying for the fuck of it, bro. I was just like, man, what can go wrong? And I put in my info <clears throat> and instantly, bro, got approved for $2,000. I was like, oh, shit. What am I going to do with $2,000? Yeah, bro, that's probably my first my first credit card. And from there the rest is history, bro. <laughs> it's funny you say that cuz yeah, for for sure it was it was um the rest is history. But for me, bro, honestly, I think you applied for that one and I think uh, obviously we were fucking talking to each other, but I think I applied for it, I got denied because um certain situations in my past f- fucked up my whole credit, but oh man, to be honest with you, my credit, bro, I have I'm yeah, I have a, a paper that said my credit score. Ah, shit. I think it was a 503, bro. 503. And this was maybe right after I graduated. I, I remember right after I graduated. And uh, maybe maybe a year and a half after that is when I applied for the card. Same card. Got denied. Um, but what, what, what that did for me is it transformed my mindset to build credit. So, man, there was just so so much information for me that I had to learn that, I mean, that obviously they don't teach you in school. So you had to be on Google. You had to find different forms. You had to basically find out how credit worked for yourself. And I, I sh- shit, man, I shit you not. I watched a shitload of YouTube videos um, just to how credit works, how you can actually build it and why it's good to have credit. And honestly, for the middle class, it's, it's I, I think it would help you out even for like, even people that are not in the middle class, I think it's it's definitely something you can leverage. But to go back to, so I got denied, and then I'm I'm pretty sure I applied for like a secured credit card where you put like, um, uh, I mean I think you can put different amount, but basically a secured credit card is where you put a certain amount of money like as a deposit, and that's your actual credit limit. So I believe I put two hundred dollars as that deposit, and. Uh, that that was my credit limit, and at the time, I I just used it for gas, groceries, and it was only two hundred bucks. Like, I I mean that was it's 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 not a good amount, but I mean it's something that you can actually handle. But so that happened, and then I think like six months later, bro, I applied for the same one, the Journey card, and then my credit limit was like five hundred bucks. <laughs> Stupid, like yeah, I remember that, bro. I sent you like the referral link and shit, and. I think that's when that's when you got serious about your credit. I remember that shit. Yeah, bro. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy because when you when you said that uh, the rest was history, bro. Like, yeah, the definitely rest was history because from that point on, that was shit. That was 2015. I think maybe a year, year and a half later. Like, I worked on my credit. No lie, bro. Like I told you, when I applied or around that time I applied, um, or at some point in time, I, I um, that my score was a 503. Bro, by that next time that I applied for, because I think my next card was um was an American Express. Bro, that next time I applied, I think my score, shit, 
it must have gone up like a, I'm not even kidding, like maybe to like a 680, 650 lowest for sure. But I, I want to say 680 if I remember correctly. So I, I applied for American Express, bro. And that shit, that shit changed my life because that was 10 grand off the rip, like 10 grand, bro. And I was Sir. just like, holy shit. Like, like you said, two grand, like what the fuck? Like that's, but when I got approved for 10 grand, I was like, damn, like at the time I was like, cool. Like I, I was disciplined enough, but then again, I, I kind of wasn't because I, I, if I remember, I'm pretty sure I started spending, started buying stupid shit, bro. Like. I, honestly, I remember the first thing I bought was a LeBron James jersey. <laughs> I fucking that card had like fifteen percent. No, if not fifteen percent, um, sh- I don't remember. 20, bro. I don't remember the percentage, but I was gonna say fifteen months, zero percent interest. Ah, so, yeah. it, it, if you don't know what that is, uh, credit cards have like promotional offers where you can put um, expenses or purchases, balance transfers. Yeah, that too, balance transfers onto. The actual card for 15 months and you'll have zero percent so you won't be paying any interest so in my head i was like fuck like i can buy like 500 bucks worth of or maybe a thousand bucks worth of shit spread it out between 15 months and pay it off within 15 months obviously i didn't do that i'm well i'm i, I paid it off before that but I, I put like a good amount i think it was like 500 bucks honestly but i bought stupid shit but it it put me it just kept going from there. Like I, I did American Express. I did, um, I think another, I think it was a chase card after that. Maybe it just, freedom, bro. yeah. Uh, maybe it was a, a, shit. I don't remember the order, but I, I did a discover after that. Funny thing about discover too, is I started off with a security card with that too, as well. I, I think it was like 500 bucks. And then from there, I think after a, six months, they actually transfer, sent me my deposit back for my security credit card. And then boosted my actual credit limit to 500. So that's honestly, that was pretty cool just to see because obviously I was working on my credit, paying off my balances, not having any interest. And then they rewarded me with the actual credit limit and then sent me my secure deposit back. But what, um, what was one of your cards that was, that was like, fuck, like this is, this is a good amount. Like this is something I could do something with. Well, it was that Capital One card, which was 2000. But that was when I was like what, maybe nineteen, and that was that was pretty mind blowing to me. But um, I'd say a good amount. I got approved for it was seven thousand, and that's when I was like, oh shit. But I at the moment at the time I didn't really know what to do with the credit, like we know now, how to liquidate it. I mean, did I say liquidate it or I don't know, not liquidate it, but. What do you mean? Like turn it into, like leverage it to profits? Or yeah, what do you, that's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, honestly, I didn't know that either. Like if I were, man, it's crazy because if I were to know what credit could do for somebody at that age, it's, yeah, it's, it's I would have done so many things different. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm going to get into that in a little bit, but um, I think, so to go back, Man, all in all, pe- people are probably going to trip out when they hear this, but I'm not even kidding. I I'm I have like maybe fuck, maybe 15 cards. <laughs> and that <laughs> it, yeah, it's crazy cuz 15 cards, but I shit, I don't even use most of them. It's just the actual limit that I actually like because when you get into credit, 
you you have to be under a certain credit utilization um, that is good for you. So um, correct, um, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's thirty percent, right? Thirty percent. Yeah. So that's where after passing thirty, that's when it'll start impacting your your credit score. Yeah. So thirty percent. But for me, I always keep my cars like no more than ten. Like I, I for me, I I think I'm disciplined enough to have my cards at at a ten percent, so it doesn't go anything over that. But man, there's been there's been times where I've had to make big purchases where they go over fucking sixty percent. Um, I don't think I've ever maxed out a car before. Maybe I don't. Not, I can't think of that right now. But when for so for me, when I started like getting into all these cards, I it was just one of those things where I used it to my advantage for certain things. Like I put stuff onto the cards where I can actually finance them and pay them over time. Because for me, I was was working full time, going to school full time, and having to deal with uh, shit over the years. So much, so much things, and I think it put me in a situation where I can actually pay for things without without actually having the money there. And in return, get a good credit score. But also what that helped me too as well is is buying a car. Because when I first started out, shit, buying a car was like, I think my first car, bro, no lie, was 18%. And holy fuck. Was that Ford, Fo- Ford Fusion? Yeah, Ford Fusion. Yeah, I had a t- 2011 Ford Fusion. That shit was 18%. Man, I think, I, my, shit, my payment was like 415. I'm not even kidding. I want to take a bet that... 350 bucks was going to interest or something like that. 300 bucks was going to interest and like 115 bucks was going to the actual principal. Man, that's crazy, bro. And honestly, it might be normal to a lot of people our age, bro. 18%. Yeah. Just because they need a car or they don't know what they're doing. I don't know, man, but 18% is ridiculous, bro. It's very ridiculous. And I knew at the time what I was getting into because I when so I did my research, I knew what I was doing and I thought it was at a starting point, just like everything else, just like my first credit card. I knew it was a starting point because I had never had an actual vehicle before. So it was 18% and I got a couple cars over the actual years, but that 18% over like, I think my lowest interest rate, right? I think my, my interest rate on my car right now is a 2.9, 2.99 to be exact. Yeah, which is which is crazy, um, and just to see, just to the fact that, let's see, four fifteen was my payment, three hundred, three fifty at most was going to the actual fucking principal. On this car, it's two point nine, and I'm pretty sure it's maybe like ninety, ninety five. Nah, it's ninety five percent of it's going to the actual principal. Beautiful. Yeah. And it's it's crazy to see that the, over time. I mean, granted, it's been shit six years, seven no seven years, six, yeah, six years that I've actually worked on my credit. But that's how long that I've actually been working towards this shit. Like it's it don't doesn't happen overnight, and most people don't get. It. I mean, there's certain things you can actually do to make it happen in less than a year, maybe less than two years. But for me, learning by myself, doing it by myself. Not having any help. Obviously, I hit my friends up for like conversations and asking them what the fuck to do and just things like that. But it it, it definitely takes time. And I, I know for you that, yeah, I, Diego. I know for you that. Um, I think you've been the same journey too, right? Like it's, it hasn't happened overnight. I think some of your cards, 
some of your credit limits on your cards have gone gone up because of your uh, good history, and then also too your um, interest rates as well has gone down. So yeah, bro. I mean, it takes time, and credit is important. Don't let anybody tell you it's not, especially in America. Um, you need that to get a house, a car, um, credit cards. But uh, what's your what's your what's your top credit limit right now, bro? On your card. Top recently, let me see. I will probably say it is sitting at eight. No, not eighteen. Seventeen five. Oh, yeah, seventeen five. And that's the first. That's the first American Express I ever take took out, and that was. See, that was ten grand, and over let's see, four years, maybe three years and a half, it's gone up seven grand, eight, yeah, seven grand, seven grand and a half, and to me, but but what's even crazy is because I have another card, another American Express, and that has um, that has fourteen five, so a couple a tip I want to give I, w- I want to give the listeners is for sure for me American Express in my opinion has the highest credit limits. Um, from, I mean, from what I experienced, they, like I said, I got approved for 10K right away. Um, they give you credit increases every six months, if I'm not mistaken, or you can ask for a credit increase. Usually, like I think from for one of my American Expresses, I started off with like three grand and I'm not even kidding. The next year, maybe less than a year, that shit went up to, I think it was 10 grand. Like that should what is that tripled over a year? And I didn't even ask for it. They just gave it to me. And it was, um, it's just crazy. I, for sure. American express. And then I think that's about it. I think those are my highest cards, but like I said, I have 15 man, to be honest with you, shit. If I wouldn't even take a guess about how much credit limit I have, honestly. But I think for me, when, so how credit relates to me right now is I use credit to leverage to make profits off certain certain things that I actually sell or that I actually, I guess, acquire. So if you don't know, I actually, I, I sell shoes, but um, I guess you can say I resell shoes. Um, maybe that's, maybe that's, that's what a Supreme lot of people. Supreme too, bro. Oh, yeah, Supreme. Um, if you're familiar with that, streetwear clothing, I do that too. Um, but so I buy it at retail and then obviously there's hype and supply and demand that goes into it. And then I resell for how much it's, it's how market much price. Yeah. Market price, I guess. So that's how I make most of my money. Take that profit and just do a rinse and repeat. Just use all that profit towards the actual next thing that I'm doing. I mean, I have certain criterias that I do where I have certain percentages that I put away in my checking account that I put away for other things. Um, and that's, yeah, that's how I separate my money to actually help me out, cover my finances, cover my bills. Cause obviously that has, that still has to be paid too. But that's what I, I always recommend people to do because if you're disciplined enough to have these credit cards and use credit to your advantage, that is, in my opinion, that that's it's it's the best way to do it because once you get into debt, there's so many things that can go wrong. If you start getting collections, it's 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 a process. I mean, you can do it, get those collections off, but it's definitely a lot better to pay debt off when it's actually not in collections versus collections, and that's that's probably something else, but that's how I actually make my money. And that's what I use credit cards for hundred percent. I mean, there is some of the cards that I use that I actually use for like restaurants and dining out and they have certain like percentages on rewards and just different things like that. But what do you, for you, 
Would you say the same thing or do you use credit for something else? Yeah, I agree with you, bro, 100%. And it's, it's, it's super smart of you of how you're using that credit. Because uh, not everybody thinks that way, bro. And the um, majority of, our, of people in our, our age usually just go out and swipe the card at our retail stores. Um, go out to Macy's and just max it out. Nobody really thinks about, oh, let me use this credit, this money that's not mine, into making myself a profit and stuff like that. Um, as far as rewards, bro, there's a lot of good cards out there for travel. Um, one one of the best cards is probably Capital One Venture. Oh, yeah. And um, no, I ain't getting paid for this. But <laughs> uh, yeah, bro, I mean, you just got to have that, that, um, how do you call it? What were you saying right now? That that discipline. The discipline yeah. on how to manage your your credit and shit. You have you have a venture card? I don't, bro. Actually, damn, that's crazy. But I know it's probably one of the best ones. Yeah, see, I have it, and let's talk about that. So when I first got it, where did we? What did I get it? We went. I'm pretty sure I went to Denver, and that's why I got it. That was December of 2018. But I got it to put all because they were having a promotional offer. It was, um, they didn't have no zero zero percent for like six months or anything like that. Or maybe, no, they didn't have no, nothing like that. But it was spend 3,000, 4,000, 3,000 within the first three months or 4,000. I don't remember. Either one, same thousand bucks off, but spend that much within three months and you get 75,000 points. So I was like, holy fuck, like 75,000 points that you can use that towards um, airline tickets. And that's exactly what I did or hotels or I never suggest, and this is another cool tip. Um, I never suggest to use your credit card points towards gift cards or any type of like purchase, uh, like put it towards your purchases or anything like that, because it is, well, at least for me and from what I've seen, it is honestly the worst way you can redeem that those points. You get a lot more value whenever you put it towards airline tickets or any type of hotels. So, um, so that's what I did. Uh, 75,000 points. Let's see what I do with that. Uh, actually, when I went to Chicago this past this past year, I had I used about 50. Let's see. That was in January. Let's see. Yeah. So in about a year, I got the 75,000 points. And then I actually racked up another 25, 20, 30,000 points on it. So I had 100, 110,000 points. So I went to Chicago. I stayed four day, three days. Three, three nights, four days, and, and the hotel was free. Um, and then also, too, the airline, did I pay for that out of pocket? Yeah, I paid for that out of pocket. I think that was that was like 200 bucks for me. Um, and yeah, or 100 bucks. It was 100 bucks. It was, it was cheap, bro. And hotel was free. And it was like A1, bro. Like it was literally a five-minute walk from Michigan Avenue. It was cold as fuck, but it was definitely worth it, especially to have something for free. Yeah, man, that's that's probably another cool part about credit cards, too, is the benefits of it, the rewards. I mean, the app, going back to American Express, I don't have the card personally, but I heard the Platinum card is just, it's it's out of this world. But there is an annual fee of $500, but oh. you get, like, exclusive access to, like, luxury suites at a airport. I'm not sure what they call them. Yeah, it's like the lounges. Yeah, like, there you like, go, lounges, yeah. Lounges, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like there's there's one time when 
I went to London with my cousins, and um, he, his, not him, but his brother had the the platinum card, and uh, we acted like we did, and they upgraded us to a, to a badass room. We got free breakfast. Oh shit! Just, just for having this card. Yeah. So I mean, no, I've seen it. Trust me. I, I mean, if you know about American Express, I know you know what I'm talking about. It's a platinum card. Um, it is silver. I'm pretty sure it's weighs like fucking 20 grams or something like that. Like it's, it's a heavy card. I've seen it in person too, but I was trying to, I was trying to justify the 500 bucks the other day because I was looking at it. And I mean, I guess if you travel a lot, it might be useful. It might come into hand because there's also like a shit ton of benefits that come with that card. Like let's see off the top of my head, it's the lounges. You got, um, I think it's $200 worth of Uber. No. Uh, uh, Okay. Uber Uber, credit for the year. You get, um, they have promotional offers. So it's like, I don't know. At the, I, I think I was looking, it was like 60,000 points. Um, let's see what else. You get TSA check-in. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, like uh, just a reimbursement of TSA check-ins. When to, like pre-check-ins, I guess. You get, I know there's other, you get no foreign fees, no foreign transaction fees. Like just so much shit that goes into that that, if you travel a lot or maybe if you just use a fucking card a lot or if you use like just have big ass purchases and have the cash to throw at it and pay it off, it's probably going to work out for you. But yeah, for me right now, I don't think I can. Uh, yeah, me neither, bro. Yeah, that's 500 <laughs> bucks, bro, a year. But yeah, because I'm. this is my plan. I plan on getting it just now right now because in the future, for sure, I'm going to have some big purchases. For sure, I'm going to be doing some, some crazy shit that's going to make me use that card. So it's in the works, but nah, shit, not right now, bro. Yeah, we'll get there, bro. Yeah, we, uh, we for sure we'll get there. There's a there's a ton of different cards too. I know is that uh that are pretty similar that have the same rewards. Like I know Chase has a couple of them, not as good, but and they're they're up there too as well. But for for credit, I think the one of the things that they help me out too to go back to man. I say the beginning is just it puts you in a different mindset that understand that you understand how things work in the world because for for me I didn't have that guidance growing up to where I realized at the end that credit was something that I can use for in my favor obviously making profits like I just explained but when it, it puts you like I said you start working towards other things like using those profits towards things that make into like other investments that make you more money and it just keeps piling and piling and, and you go, you just keep adding up. Like you, you, you use that to your benefit. I think I said that like three times. I don't fucking know. But <laughs> <laughs> what, um, I know for you, would you say credit was like one of the things that your family like taught you of, or you just had to, you think you taught yourself? I mean, honestly, bro, um, growing up, I didn't really hear much about credit. Um, Trying to remember how I even, how I was even interested in, in credit, because um, growing up I didn't really have a, uh, fuck I don't know, uh, social security, so oh, I yeah, never yeah. really, really looked forward into any of that, any of that growing up. But I mean, I think I, my mom always told me, credit was important, but that's pretty much it. She never really walked me through applying shit. Um, yeah. She never really taught me what uh, APR was and stuff. 
I think you just we just pretty much learned it online our, ourselves. Yeah, I've, I'm pretty well. For me, my yeah, I don't think my mother went over there with me, and I, I don't. If y'all don't know, I haven't had my dad in my life. Shit, I think he left when I maybe I was like five years old, something like that. So I haven't had my father in, and that's a different story. But mom never went over credit, and yeah, just internet, Google, YouTube, forums. That's reading, it. Reading, bro. Yeah, reading too. I know I read a couple books talking about that. And there's something else too that actually that I just started researching just because, um, I mean, it's something I want to get into, but um, there is business credit. So business credit is a lot different from actual personal credit. So if you have a business and you actually, obviously you got to pay taxes on it. But for me, what what I've been doing is actually doing my business transactions and separating from my personal transactions on different credit cards. So the reason why I do that is because at the end of the year, I can go back to the business credit cards or my business account and actually look up transactions, expenses, um, everything like that. And it's there's other, like, how do I say this? There's other things that have categories. Like, it's just not, there's... It's more complex than that. I'm just giving a broad, a general oversight, but because I, I like my shit neat. I like my shit to the fucking penny. Um, but there's a certain way you want to do things when it comes to business credit. And there's certain things that for me that I, like I said, I just, it's another venture that I'm going through. So there's, I, I believe there's Experian, there's TransUnion, and there's Equifax on personal, right? Yeah, yeah. For business, if you didn't know, it's, it's same thing as far as Experian, Equifax, and there's another one I don't fucking remember. But those scores on business go from zero to 100. On personal, it goes from shit, I think it's like 350 to 850. I don't know. Myth it. I don't know. Bitch ass Jimmy will probably say his credit is like 900 or something. <laughs> his, his credit will go at 900, but I don't think it's that high. Then again, I, I wouldn't know. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen credit scores go that high, but as far as FICO, I think it's eight hundred something. Maybe. I believe. Maybe I could be wrong. Yeah, but for also too, when you when you get open up a business or you start getting into like business credit and stuff, um, shit, there's so much things that I've learned. So when you actually carry over balances on personal credit, like we like we went over the thirty percent utilization, when you turn over to business credit, you can have that shit maxed out and it won't affect your score. Um, the way the government sees that is you're working as a business. You're, I mean, there's certain um, ways you can diversi- diver- diversify yourself to where you can be like an LLC, a sole proprietor, um, a corporation. Like there's other things that you can um, set yourself up for. But the way the government sees it as your business, you're going to work for it. Um, if you have an LLC, that shit, it's not going to actually default on your actual personal so I'm not too sure if you know what an LOC is. I'll explain it real quick. So that's just a, a just a basically a little business thing that you put together for whatever business you have. And if you ever default on any expenses or anything like that, if you ever become into debt and the IRS comes look, knocking on your door saying, hey, hey dog, give me, give me all your shit, they won't come for your personal stuff. It's going to be all the business stuff that, that you have. So or when you, you get sued too, right? Yeah, or when you get sued too. So that's for a limited liability corporation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So basically, they won't take all your personal stuff if you ever go into default. That's clear, basic, simple way. Um, there's other shit you can get into, like S Corp, C Corp. I'm not gonna get into that because honestly, obviously, I honestly I don't even know anything about that. But um, to go back to business credit or um, or just business in general, I think for me setting up those accounts and setting up those credit cards, it really, really helped me because, like I said, I put all those prop, I put all those those charges, whatever I buy, onto those business credit cards. Take the profits, or just take the actual retail of what I got, put it towards the cards, and then to keep the profits, and then put it in the business checking account. Um, there's other accounts that I put money into as well, but that's that's different. And when it comes to having an actual business, there's and, and applying for cars, I feel like there's a shit ton of more rewards than a personal. So there is, I think I was looking at Chase the other day and their personal credit cards were offering like maybe 60,000 points on a card and then your purse and then your business and then the business card that they actually had was like shit, 80, maybe a hundred. So there's a lot more value if you're if you're going to use it. There's a lot more a lot more value on business credit cards. Uh, obviously, you got to get like your actual EIN number for the business. And something I learned too is I'm gonna put you on real quick. If you don't have a business or like if you don't have an LLC and you want to apply for a business credit card, you can do that. The way you do that, you apply for an EIN number. Your EIN number is your social security but for the business. So when you do this EIN number, you basically sign up on the IRS website as a sole proprietor. And then there's a, I'm not going to go into the actual step-by-step, but there is a ways you can get an EIN number and you can apply for these credit cards that require that, that basically that number so you can get the card. And if there is, if you have an LLC or a different type of partnership or any other business, there's certain other, there's, other requirements that you have to actually do on these credit applications. But for my experience and from my knowledge, you don't have to have an actual LOC to get a business credit card. You can get your EIN number for free. You can get that credit card. Just, and just use it responsibly. If you get that credit card, like don't, <laughs> don't go fucking crazy, but that's a little tip for y'all. If y'all, if y'all, if y'all listening, I know y'all listening. Y'all better listen. JK, JK. That's a great um, tip, bro. Yeah, that, that's something like I'm telling you that's Google's your best friend and it's literally keywords that you put into Google that can pop up so many videos, so many forums, just so many websites that people already have found out. And it's, it's great. I, I think for me, when I see people not, let's see, not just not having the knowledge, it sucks because it's so easy to obtain. Like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't affect me. I don't get mad at it. I'm just like, damn, like you can literally go to Google, type that shit in. You can spend like five minutes. You can like, I think when I, when I did everything for my business, shit it took me like two hours. I, I knew everything that, that I was just putting on, putting you on and the listeners to right now. So it doesn't take that long. It just takes a little bit of effort, a little bit of research. Yeah. A little bit of research, a little bit of, uh, if you're tired, just some fucking energy drinks, just a little <laughs> bit of something to get you going and do that research shit. Even read a book. I, yeah, I mean, that's what they say is the hardest part of business, man, is the execution, bro. Yeah. Actually doing the stuff. I think for me, 
it's when it comes out to business, there's certain things you have. There's there's certain people you want to get involved with. There's certain people you don't want to get involved with. Certain investments that you got to do a shitload of research for. Um, but it's it, it all comes down to what you the past you've been to the past you've been through um, to understand what you want your future to be. So when I make certain investments, it's all experience and all knowledge that I've been through and it's, it helps out in the future. I mean, it's for me, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I, like I said, I just make these investments to help out my future. Cause I want to retire when I'm fucking 26. Yes, nah, not 26. That's you fucking, just talk about, <laughs> that's, that's next year. <laughs> about, um, failure, bro. I'm scared of failure. Yeah, yeah. So when, what do you what do you have to say about failure? So I mean, I, I know what I, I want to say, but what, what do you just, just the fact about like executing something and scared of failure? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like you took the, I don't know, you, you took the objective to go through like start up that business you have, bro, like doing doing it the right way. Yeah, and I, I'm sure a lot of people don't do it that way. So going. Going through the readings and like finding out, oh, I should probably set this up this way. This needs to be set up that way. Yeah. And like going through all of that and then just failing. Yeah, the, there's, trust me, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't say that, like if I were to say that I wasn't scared or I wasn't like, if I wasn't, um, yeah, just if I wasn't scared of to fail, I'd be fucking lying. Like I'm, I'm not scared. Like, I'm not tetrified. Like, I'm I'm legit scared. Like, what if this shit goes into vault? What if I make the bad decision and I spend all my money, I max out my cards, something happens, like anything could happen, like within a split of a split of a day or anything can happen, I should say. And what if my business just goes into default? Like, there is certain things that I have to pay attention to. There are certain things that there's a certain mindset, I should say, that you have to have in order to start a business in order to make investments. And one of them is for sure, you got to take risk. A lot of people don't realize when you actually start a business, there is a tremendous amount of courage and risk you have to have in order to start that business. You can't be scared to fail. You cannot be scared to take a risk and then be like, oh shit, like there is, oh shit, I spent $3,000 on this equipment and I don't know what to do with it or I'm not getting views or like, Let's just say someone started a YouTube channel and spent five grand on equipment and that's what they wanted to do. And they put it on a credit card. Let's just say they put it on a credit card and they weren't getting their, their views or whatever. There is, well, in my opinion, there is a shit ton of time you have or a shit ton of patience you have to have in order for that YouTube to pop out. Like, unless you're just doing some crazy ass shit that gets notices right away, you go viral and then it just happens like that. But you can't be scared of fail. Obviously, you spent that five hundred, that five grand to put in towards the equipment that you, should, you better make it work. Like that's five grand, you know what I mean? Yeah, bro. It's, I mean, it's a, it's all about action. Life's a risk. Yeah, life is a risk for sure. When, like, like I said, I, I wasn't scared. I just did a ton of research before I actually launched what I launched, and it's, oh, and that's what I had to do because. What I and this goes back to being in college, and this is one of the things I learned. Um, I, shit, I was trying to remember the professor's name. It was a, uh, it was an, uh, I, I was taking accounting too, and fuck, he said something, but he made me realize that the amount of uh, the amount of stuff or the amount of research you have to do before you actually launch a business 
is tremendous. Like there is so much research that I did before doing this that a lot of people wouldn't do. They would actually just start it up and just, I mean, let's get going. Let's make some money. But I definitely took precautions just because of shit that I've learned in the past. Um, nah, yeah, I definitely appreciate that, bro. What um, I what I want to get into next is what are you, what are you thinking? Travel? Wow. Yeah, we can do travel. Yeah. So, it, d- shit, travel might be the way. So, it, j- just because it connects with credit and everything like that, but a couple of things. So, me and you, let's see, where have you been? Been to the Caymans. We went... Chicago. Ch- oh, yeah, fuck. I, I think I said that on my intro. Went to Chicago. First trip I ever took out of Texas. Check out that first episode, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chicago, and then the last one was just LA, right? We haven't been anywhere else. Not that you know of. No, that was our last trip. Yeah. Los Angeles. That was fucking dope. Very, very dope. But traveling can, uh, depending on how you research and depending on what you actually do, it could be very, very inexpensive. Like, I think, shit, we booked this hotel, not this hotel, we booked the airplane tickets maybe six months in advance and from Austin or San Antonio? Yeah. I think it was Austin, actually. Yeah, Austin. Okay. Austin to LA, we paid a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's because that's where you forgot your keys, remember? Oh yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, it was like a what was it like hundred and twenty for two people, or right. each? It was a it was it was a hundred bucks for per person. Oh, that's right, ninety nine yeah. something. Yeah, so it was a hundred bucks, and that was straight direct flight, no stops. Southwest Airlines, two I f- bags free. But I fuck with Southwest Airlines, but two bags for free, and two bags. For, look, check this out, two bags for free. And you can also take a carry-on and you can take a backpack. The backpack, the backpack, the backpack, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, bro. Uh, the backpack, I think it has to be like a certain weight or maybe like a certain, like it, obviously it can't be too big, but there's a shit like that, bro. If you were to go, well, obviously, I, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever been to like American Airlines, Delta or like United, but if you were, um, if you were to take that onto a different airline, you would have to pay extra. So we paid a hundred bucks. We all went, yeah, six months in advance. We all went and what did we do? Airbnb? Yeah, we did Airbnb. Oh yeah, Airbnb and LA. That shit. In Hollywood. Oh yeah, that shit was dope. It was too dope, man. Uh, man, we should go again. But the point of all this is we all we do this is with, with the, within our budget. Yeah, for sure. But we're still looking good. <laughs> Balling on a budget, <laughs> yes, sir. Um, That's a tip with for the listeners, man. Don't yeah. outdo yourself. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have to. If and especially going groups, like for us, we had how many people went? Ten, twelve. Yeah, but no, I'd say about ten. Yeah. It, keep in mind, this is this is a big ass house in in Hollywood, so we three stories. Yeah, we had we had our rooms, we had everything planned out, we had space, so. It wasn't like we were sleeping on the bed or sleeping on the couch next to each other, something like crazy like that. Yeah, we we had we had it was it was a nice setup, but the reason why we do that is because we split it up into each person to have their like we basically just divided by ten twelve people whoever goes or whoever we met, and then our tickets we pay for that separate. So it comes out very very inexpensive when you do it like that, but obviously you have to have the people and you have to have. I think we, so. We went through Airbnb and we had what do we do? Everything up front or half and half? Half when we no, booked. We did everything up front. Everything up front. Okay. So we did everything up front. 
So everything was just, yeah, it was just paid for before we and got then, there. Again, with credit, that's when you had that zero APR. Oh, also. yeah. So this is actually with one of my credit cards shit. Yeah, it was American Express. And they were have so I had my promotional offer when I first got it. I think it was the same thing, 0% 15 months. But this was maybe three, three years into it. And I got, no, two years into it since I've had it. But they were offering a 0%. Oh, shit. How did it go? So they had this, it's called like an American Express plan, I should say. But they had it to where you basically split up the actual payments over 24 months or 12 months, something like that. And you paid a fee. That fee was like two bucks each month. So over the 12 or 24 months, whichever, whichever one you did, that fee was going to come out, I don't know, take a guess, like 100 bucks or 200 bucks, something like, something like that. Or two bucks times 24. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense. 400. Anyways, so what they were doing at that point in time, they were doing the, basically it was 0% for 24 months or 12 months. So that fee, they're actually just waiving that fee. I'm not too sure on what they were doing. I guess it was just a promotional offer. So that's what I did. Yeah, we paid up front. I literally forgot about that, but we paid up front and that's how we did it. So when we paid over the month, six, yeah, well, we did it for six months, right? Because everything was paid off before yeah, we actually That's went. what you got to make sure. Yeah. For every trip, make sure you pay everything off before you go. Yeah. As far as their flights, and your stay. Yeah, definitely be smart with your purchases. Definitely, like I said, use credit to your advantage once again. And that's shit. That's how we travel most of the time. We put everything on credit because you're going to get the rewards. You get to pay it off over time. And it helps out. I mean, we had a fucking blast in actual, in, um, what's it called, in LA. But you know what else? Me and you went to the Cayman Islands. No. you mean, When me and you went to Chicago, I actually used that same card that I used for LA. But that's when I first got it. So all the purchases that I did in Chicago... I was on that 0% for 15 months and I paid it off within like six months. I mean, granted, I only spent like, I don't know, 800 bucks or something like that or 500 bucks, something small. But I was working full time again. I was going to school full time and I didn't, I mean, I had my shit. I had to, I wasn't struggling, but I had to pay some shit. So <laughs> that's what I did for six months. And then let's it's see. Smart. It's the smart way, bro. Yeah, it's, it's definitely smart. Like like I said, you get to have some cool shit. Just don't do it if you have, if you gonna have to pay interest man we never i never recommend yeah bro, carrying balances on those credit cards man these interest rates these interest rates i said that fucked up <laughs> these interest rates are man they're like 20 over 20 percent for sure there's i know there's some cards out there that are like that are 13 percent. i have one of them actually which one is it discover that's 13 percent. yeah bro 13.29 i have one Let's see, with RBFCU, and it's 13.9, if I'm not mistaken. Credit union, huh? Yeah, credit union. Yeah, credit union. Yeah, it's... They, I don't... Honestly, that's been at zero. Like, I haven't made a purchase with it since I've actually got it, and that's when I refinanced my car, like, two years ago. But... Cause just because, again, they're having a six, six months, zero percent interest. But other than that, I haven't used that shit. It's... To me, it's, like I said, it goes back to the credit... Like, Credit utilization, so um, definitely just use that credit to help out other shit that you have on your credit, if that makes sense. But let's get back to traveling, bro. Yeah, traveling. So let's see. What um, 
our first trip was actually Vegas together, right? Yeah, but I don't think uh, I don't think I used credit. No, I don't think we did have credit. I don't yeah. think we had credit. Or maybe we did. Small amount. I don't remember. Maybe we did. You know what? We probably did because see that was in 2016, and then I just turned 21. Yeah, so we we had some credit, but I don't think it was like anything huge like to what we have right now. Yeah, so it was Vegas, and then a year and a half later, did you when we went to the Cayman Islands? Did you use any credit? Do you remember, or it was just cash? Credit, um, I did. You did. I used um, what I always use now is PayPal credit. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, um, I fuck with PayPal credit. Southwest, I think it's up. I can, no, yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah, I think they, I'm pretty sure they do too. Yeah, that's what I use. Because those were kind of expensive. Well, expensive to me. They were like $800 for me and my wife. Uh, I'm talking about the airline ticket. Yeah, airline tickets. Yeah, there was like, shh, damn, let's see, 420 a ticket. So Southwest was, yeah, it was like 800 bucks, 840, 850, whatever. And then we did Airbnb too as well. We split that between three, or yeah, we split that between three, and then we had a fucking blast. Yeah. So you did that PayPal credit. We go back, bro. Yeah, I'm telling you, we need to hit the beach. Some, some crazy, some like I don't know, something stupid. Some fucking Fiji island waters, bro. Bora, <laughs> bora, bora. So. I, I think I, as I said on the last podcast, but I want to go some with some huts, bro. Some huts on the fucking, on some water. Some exotic. Bora Bora. Have a tiger right next to you. Joe <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Exotic. <laughs> so, yeah, so crazy. No, but yeah, that PayPal credit, bro, it gives you 0% for six months on every purchase you do over $100. Yeah, it's 100 Yeah, yeah. I use it a lot, actually. Yeah, me too, bro. I use it a lot. That's well, probably one of the my top lines that I used that I used all the fucking time. I I started using it recently because that shit my shit went <laughs> my shit went into default. It didn't go to my collections or anything, but I, something happened with uh something I shipped off and it got lost and the buyer um requested his money back and by that time so let me explain. Let me go back again. Let me rewind. So I had sold something on eBay. I shipped it off. The buyer claimed that, well, based on the shipping information, the tracking information, it was never delivered. So this was like an investigation that lasted six months. And it turns out that the actual package was lost in one of the facilities. So this is a cool tip. I'm going to get to a tip right here at the end. But ended up being lost. And then from there, it... The buyer obviously got his money back, but since the money was in my PayPal, when he paid, I took that out before before um, he actually got the package. So my PayPal was at a zero balance. He took that money out. So I think it was like 550 bucks or something like that. Something like that. So my account was in default for 550 bucks. I think it was like two or three months later, PayPal closed my account and I wasn't able to use it. That PayPal credit was connected to that Pacific account with that email address. So that closed my actual PayPal credit account too. So I wasn't able to use it till recently um, till I actually paid it off, which is shit. It's been a while. It's been like two years <laughs> since it was in default. But I ended up paying it. 
uh, because I, I wanted to use PayPal credit lot just for that actual reason. Cause there's a lot of stuff, little minor stuff, like something 150, 200 that I can pay over, um, six months and it, it definitely helps out. But pro tip, if you're shipping shit off through USPS or UPS or FedEx, they have an option to purchase insurance for your actual package. So let's just say one of my packages is, I don't know, $300. They give you, if you're shipping priority mail, um, two to three days, they give you, I believe it's 50 bucks free. Well, it's not free because I'm pretty sure you pay through the actual fee that they charge. But what I always do is I add whatever amount that equals to whatever I'm selling. So 300 bucks, so obviously that shit goes up to 250 bucks. So I have to pay that fee. So in total, I have 300 bucks worth of insurance. If the package ever gets lost, that pack, well, if, yeah, if that package ever gets lost, um, USPS will send you a check just because you bought that insurance. I did not figure that shit out until a month after everything happened. I do that with every package. I don't care what the cost. I don't care that if that shit is going to Honolulu in Hawaii and it costs so much more. I do it just because that fee is a lot lower than losing the money of the actual value that the, the package is. So, yeah. Cool tip. Shipping shit off. Purchase insurance. Yeah. Let's go back. Um, you learned that on TikTok, bro? <laughs> crazy. Bro, I've learned, man, I've learned so much shit on TikTok. It is crazy. Um, have you learned shit on TikTok? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. I, follow, I, I follow a few guys. There's a uh, stock investor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a rental property guy. Is he is he Asian? The rental guy? No. Yeah. Bro, I follow He's this. American. I follow this Asian guy. And his accent is so dope. Like, I followed him just for his accent. Anyways, <laughs> look. Keep going. Yeah. He's an invest, uh, a, house, a wholesaler. But I let's see. Let's go into it. Fuck it. We'll talk about We'll get back to traveling right now. This is a cool tangent about TikTok. Um, let's see. I've learned how to ship packages. I think you tagged me in that, vi- that video. You sent that, that video to me and I learned how to ship packages cheaper. I learned how to um, invest. Let's see. Different stock trades. Learning to invest in different stock trades. I've actually followed a couple people. I learned how... Shit, I even learned how to fucking start an LLC. I didn't even... Well, I knew, oh, what, L- I knew what an LLC was. But th- this was shit. This was like three months ago, though. But um, you gotta send me that link, bro. It, bro, it's very easy. I mean, there's some money involved, but yeah, man. I know there's some crazy ass shit on TikTok, like some weird ass shit, and there's some. But there, there is some shit that I follow that man that teach me some good amount of information within that one minute or however long it is. And yeah, I, honestly, I, you don't even have to create an account, right, to actually use TikTok. I don't know, bro. I, I made one. Just in case I want to fuck around, and make a video, but yeah, I made an account, bro. But yeah, there's a bunch of shit on there. Cool stuff too, entertaining stuff, cooking stuff, financials, oh, bro. There is one. Everything. There is one. Yeah, she, she has to be a mom, bro. There's one Mexican lady or Hispanic. I shouldn't say Mexican. Hispanic lady <laughs> makes the best Mexican food that I've ever seen. Nah, just kidding, but. It's pretty good, bro. Like, my mom don't have a TikTok, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Diego's mom. She's the best. She keeps, she holds it down. <laughs> she definitely, yeah, she, her cooking is crazy. She, who, um, bro, I'm going over it. I'm going tangent, tangent. Who made that, uh, ceviche that one time at your birthday party? Oh, that was my pops, bro. Oh, okay. 
Shout yeah. out to his pops too. Fuck it. Yeah, bro. My boy Jimmy been bugging me for that recipe for a minute now. Jimmy always bugging. He don't care what he. He don't care, bro. Jimmy's man. We 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 need a Jimmy over here. We need Jimmy on this podcast soon. I'm pretty sure it'll happen. But yeah, he's a he's a trip. If you don't know Jimmy, shit, I don't even know his Instagram name. I was gonna shout him out, but fuck that. Fuck him. <laughs> he um he recently. What were we talking about recently? Where I don't remember. It had to do with with traveling. Oh, we're talking about um, doing uh, rent, uh, financing a car and putting it on uh, two row. So okay. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, doing like buy, renting uh, buying a house and renting it, but with the car. If that makes sense. So yeah. financing the actual vehicle and then renting it out and then. Or using for that Pacific month, if you pay like three fifty and you make like five fifty for the month by renting it out, you just keep the profits and then pay the car note, and that's just making money like that. But I, it, to go off um, what we talked about, I think there's some good deals right now for actual cars, but not enough to where I don't think right now might be the best time because obviously this whole pandemic is going on. But you have where where people are not going to Airbnb, same deal with cars. They're not renting as much just because of they want to be safe. They want to be precautious. Um, they don't want to have anybody else's germs and shit. So I think we came to the conclusion that it might not be the, the right <laughs> time. It might, it might not just because of the crazy ass deals car dealerships are having, but yeah, yeah might not work out. But that goes back to traveling too, though, bro. Cause um, you can save money by renting on Turo. Oh yeah, um, that's what I've been doing too. But again, you gotta have good credit if you didn't know. Yeah, so you can't rent if you don't have good credit. You can't see. Talk about the financing part. I was telling C this yesterday. I think Navy Federal has their interest rates for seventy-two months at two point two nine, which is crazy low, stupid low. But even at that, I think they're. I think they have 24 to 36 months at 1.79, which is stupid low. Anything below, I think, like 3% is probably very, very good. Yeah. Shit, if you can do yeah, if you can do 0%, shit, Toyota. Um, I mean, there's other dealerships. Toyota is the first thing that comes to my mind. But yeah, if you find anything 0%, Ford is another huge one. Go for that shit. Obviously, get your payment to where you can afford it. Um, negotiate. Because there is some people that are crazy that don't negotiate. (laughs) (laughs) But traveling to go back to traveling, I think it's a a good deal when you travel just because, like I said, you figure out what certain like what your friends like, what they don't like, how they are when they're not in like you're living with your friends for that certain amount of time. So. You know what they don't like? Well, for me, you know what they don't like. You know what they do like. You know how they are when they... It's going to sound crazy. You know how they are when they wake up, before they go to sleep. Like It's just things you learn as a person and, a, and you see as your friend that you don't know because you don't actually live with them. But at that specific, that period of time, you actually get to, I don't know, stay with them, see them in the morning, wake up next to them. Nah, that's just... <laughs> Argue <laughs> about what you want to have for breakfast for yeah. an hour or so. Shit like that. Like, I'm pretty... Yeah, we did that in fucking LA. We did that in. <laughs> but it was we, fun. And we ended up like at a church's chicken or some shit. 
<laughs> uh, we did. We ended up. Uh, where did we go? Fat Burger. Oh, we went to a cool. Um, we went to Dave's Hot Chicken. Oh my! If the Google, yeah, Google Dave's Hot Chicken. Calif- just put California in the search bar. Check that shit out. Is bomb. They have stuff similar here, right? They have um, like chickens. Uh, not as I don't think not as uh, as appealing, but they have stuff similar to, yeah, to yeah, that, right? Yeah, this, this one dude. What 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 is it? His name is uh, no, but do you Smack Chicken? Or? Oh, oh yeah, there's two. There's uh, Smack's Chicken, and then there's another one, uh, Chichi's Hot Birds. Oh okay, yeah, okay. that's the one I go to. Yeah, so very very similar, but to, uh, it's a little bit different. But it's um yeah, it's fire, stupid fire. So Google Dave's Hot Chicken, California, and. They are actually coming to Texas. I think they're making like 10 locations um, in Texas. Well, at least what I saw based off their Instagram. That was this, that was before the p- pandemic, so hopefully it doesn't stall it. Oh, bad. yeah, that is true. That is true. It is fire. And then what else? Crazy shit. We had like a, like a meat, like a foot long radius <laughs> pancake that we that we all ate. And we, it was two of them. Huge. Man, I wish I could show you other pictures. They're huge pancakes, and there are two of them thick. I don't know. They're cheap, fifteen bucks. Some, some stupid like that. Cheap buttermilk pancakes, but huge. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate chips, peanut butter, yeah. whatever you want on them. It was stupid. Like, it, I don't. Yeah, go there. Make sure you buy buy that fifteen bucks, two pancakes, huge, huge, and bring like ten people because that shit's <laughs> tremendous, bro. Never again. At least not that place. But what um what do you think? What do you think about beach or actual city? Next travel place. I'm thinking the beach. Well, since I'm gonna turn twenty five yeah. in October, I would really, really, really like to Vegas, go to Vegas. baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Vegas. But if we can't do that, then the beach. So, so the last time we stayed in in Vegas, I think we um, the Aria Hotel, right? Yeah. And that right. shit. What What did you say last weekend? It was like twenty two, twenty three hundred. Nah, last weekend. No, no. Well, what we first, paid for the first time. Oh, the, what we paid? It, yeah, it was like twenty four hundred. Shit. For two nights. And then what is it now? Now it's we're looking at four grand. Holy shit! Inflation, baby. Fucking inflation. It's that worth is it though. Yeah, to point out what we talked about over the weekend, it's it's worth it because just because we make more money, just because uh, that was four and a half or yeah, four years ago. So so we make more money. Obviously, inflation happens. We can't control that. So things go up, prices go up. But it was worth it. There's um, if you if you just look up Aria Hotel Presidential Suite, that shit is crazy. Or you can go to my nah, I don't think you can go. You can probably go to my Instagram. You can check out a pic there. It's pretty cool. It just, been a while. yeah, it's been a while. And I, for me, shit, bro, Vegas would be dope. I just want to get my feet in some sand. I just want to get my feet in some, some Pacific Ocean or something. I don't Pacific, know. I don't know, bro. Pacific is too cold. And maybe like mm, Caribbean, something. Go to Bermuda Triangle. I wouldn't mind going back to the Caymans, honestly, bro. I would. Just because I remember the fucking, the milk, the uh, gallon of milk was like 12 bucks or some shit like that. Uh, we paid for like, what was it, like 44 beers? 224s? No, it's 48. It was like 120 yes. bucks. Yes. 
And if you've never been out of the, if you've never been out of the the country, little um, areas like that, they get their shit imported. Prices go up, and yeah, just because they get all their shit imported here. When we're in the states, we can make our shit local. It doesn't cost as much to ship. Yeah, there's yeah so much shit that goes into pricing, but just tremendous amount of money going to a fucking gallon of milk. Imagine a gallon. I think a gallon of milk right now is like two bucks, three bucks, twelve bucks. <laughs> for a bowl of cereal, bro. And no pandemic either, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking pandemic. It is crazy. What do you think is uh for, what do you think is like how do you get into the mind how would you say you get, you got into your mindset that you have right now? What what do you think? Do you did you ever go through like challenges or did you ever go through um anything that like made you think like no, nah, I wouldn't say wake up or just yeah, just one day you're just like, oh, fuck, I need to change my mindset or something like that. What, what do you think? Honestly, bro, I've been going through that right now. For real? Yeah, changing my mindset in a different way. Because, um, I, I don't know, I, I procrastinate a lot, bro, and I hate that shit. It happens, bro. It happens. I've, been, I've been putting a lot of shit off, bro. And recently I've been listening to your podcast, man. Your first episode. Hey. Made me think, made me think some shit, so. That's why I fuck with you. That's why we're boys. But, I mean, the struggles, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I'm behind, bro. Nah, but I don't want to vent to you right here, bro. We, 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 we have to cut that shit <laughs> nah, out, the, the, the We can go, look, let's see. I will, I, will, I will tell you like this, just based off of what we actually, and you don't have to say anything, but I'll, I'll tell you like this. There is, and they'll go back to, uh, shit, it was Podcast with Caesar, and I'll repeat it again just because most people don't get it, or most people, I don't know, most got a new listener or something. Patience, patience, patience. You have to have a tremendous amount of patience um, to succeed in life. There, shit, I can go this over and over again. There's, everything's not going to come quick. There is certain cir- certain circumstances that you become... Rich, famous, so quick, YouTube, viralness. Uh, I don't even think that's a word, viralness. That you become rich, but not every, trust me, not everything happens like that. There's certain things and certain stuff you got to invest in, certain ways you have to do things. But for me to you, bro, on air, while we're live, shit takes patience. And feeling behind is normal. Like I said, I feel like that every single day. That's why I do what I do every single day. That's why I read books. That's why I do research. That's what, like I said, that's what I do what I do because I don't want to be caught in a situation when I'm not ready. You got to, you got to be ready. Wait, what's it go? You got to stay ready, be ready, keep ready. I don't know. Something like that. Something like that. Just be ready. Yeah. Just be ready. Like I said, that's what I do what I do. And or it, expect the unexpected. Though. Yeah. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say <laughs> <laughs> fucking tornado. Stay alert, bro. <laughs> fucking tornado. Chops down your house or something. <laughs> <laughs> something stupid. Now don't don't prepare for the worst, but just be ready. And don't, yeah, you don't want to feel that because that's just gonna be cycle into other shit. It's gonna go into anxiety, depression. It gets so many things can happen when you when you start thinking like that. And I would hate for someone to have that mindset and they have that like mindset that I'm talking about where they're just golden, but get into a loop where you're just thinking to just not working out for you you just go downhill from that because 
Man, let's see. Yeah, I know a couple people that happen like that. It, it's changed now, but there's a there's there's certain shit you have to go through in order to keep that mindset going. And like I said in my previous podcast, there's um, I got a lot of people rooting for me. I got a lot of people that I got that I want to that I gotta support. I got y'all. Yeah, y'all y'all make me do a lot of shit that I'm that I wouldn't do if y'all weren't there. And um, oh yeah, just stay patient, bro. You got this. Don't worry. Finish school. What um, <laughs> what uh, um, bro, fuck school, honestly, man. <laughs> nah, don't fuck school. Well, uh, one advice is, or a piece of advice is, go to school if you know what you're gonna go, to. go for, and stay de- dedicated to that. Okay, okay. What um, what would you say? Like, what's a what if you were? Nah, I wouldn't do that. Uh, let's see. What what do you? Well, let me, let me tell you this. What do you think? You can go into that might be efficient in today's world? What would you say? What do you mean go into? Like, what would you major in that would be efficient in today's world? Definitely computer science, man. Okay. I, re- I was into that in the beginning, but... Yeah, you somehow were. Somehow I drifted away. And now that I look back at it, I'm just like, damn, why didn't I stick to that shit? You were, I forgot. I think you you went through the community college route, and I went to the university right after high school, but I literally forgot about that. You're doing accounting? Right yeah, accounting. Accounting? Okay. See, that's not bad. It's not bad. You can use that to your advantage in certain aspects of today's world. But one of the things I I, I realized, too, is you can't always expect what's going to be... Like, let's just say you're starting off. Let's just say you get out of high school right now. You're not going to expect what's going to be here in four years. So it's kind of one of those things. You, for me, you got to go back to the basics. You got to figure out what has been around for so long That's what that's not going to go out of business. There's certain need-based businesses that are just not going to go out of business. Like, let's see, off the top of my head, you got dry cleaners, you got um, tax preparers, like a, like a doing taxes, you got, ah, shit, what else? What, what can you think about? Those are two off my top of the head. <laughs> As career-wise? Yeah. I mean, cre- the whole like, technology, bro, IT. Well, like need-based businesses, so like business. Oh, small, like. Yeah, like something that's. Traditional shit. Yeah, that's not going to go out of business. Uh, like um, hair, nail salons. Nail salons are never going to go out of business. Barbershops. Barbershops. Yeah, those two. Let's see. So, uh, I'm shit. I'm, there's so many other things I, I just not remembering off the top of my head. But things like that, that you got to go into that, I mean, that you could go into um, that never going to go out of business. I mean, you got trades. Let's see. You got trades like plumbers, electricians. You got... Uh, electricians. Yeah. Anything that can help you out skill-wise, I would say do. I would truck honestly driving. Oh yeah, truck driving That's too. Money maker, bro. But yeah, uh, yeah, truck driving, yeah. I can see that now. But you can die early though. That's for sure. <laughs> no, you don't don't want to wish that on anybody. <laughs> you um <laughs> for I think for me right now, I I would definitely do some trades over going to school. And just to see the amount of stuff that someone can do in like six months, a year. Can definitely turn your life around, man. Shit, I've always wanted to do welding. Welding, yeah. What don't yeah, be fucking that pays cool? Well. My, well. I know. Shit, I don't remember if my grandpa was an underwater underwater welder, underwater welder, or just a welder in general. But I know for sure he would. Just to go off, he fuck. What did he do? So my grandpa, he lived in Corpus, or I should I should say Gregory, but. I'm, I think he, 
used to fix uh, boats. Well, not boats, but like cargo ships. Okay. So yeah. it's like they had holes in them or anything like that. Like he used to weld that up. Dang. Yeah, it's an so important he, job, bro. Yeah, he used to make money. But he, I don't know how he, how he faded away, but I'm pretty sure he, he used to make money. got hurt or something? Maybe. Something crazy. Right, just too many girls. Something crazy. <laughs> something stupid. I don't know. But yeah, they pay well. Underwater welding. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, that shit pays ton of ton of money but what else that's about it right? that's, a, that's what i can think about but definitely want to go into something that you actually enjoy they actually love and that's honestly something that i've actually learned over the few years is man there's there's certain things where i can i would want to change in life just because i don't actually like when i started off i didn't i was like oh cool this, this can bring me a shitload of money but you start going up your, your mindset changes you change in general you don't really realize that or not realize, but you, yeah, you realize that shit, none of that shit even matters, like, money-wise, to a certain extent, but a lot of things can change over the years. What do you, um, for you, is there, would you say, how do you feel about when people say money doesn't bring happiness? What do you think? Um, I think to a certain extent, because they also say more money, more problems. Yeah. And, um, I think for me, money, I think I would have, I would want to have money to an extent where I'm, I'm worry-free about my, my payments, have a little spending money, shit like that. But, um, I don't know, man. What, what do you think? So it, I've, I've actually talked about this a lot of times with, um, a couple of my friends and, a couple of people, but I think for me, money comes, money comes and goes to, to a certain extent. But when, let's see, uh, man, I'm a go for it. Money does bring happiness. Honestly, money can take you out of certain situations. And when you're out of those certain situations, you are happier. You know what I mean? Like, let's just say if, you didn't have money and your grandmother was passing away and she needed to be on life support and you didn't, didn't have money to do that. Hopefully, I mean, worst case scenario, she passes away. Flip side, you have money, you can save your grandma. At the end of it, you're happy because she's still alive. You get to spend more time with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have to be that extreme, but get to the point. For me, money has definitely changed my life. Money has put me in a situation where I can provide, my, provide for myself, provide for my family. Shit, provide, go take trips with y'all, just do random shit where it does make me happier and it does bring my lifestyle to a certain point where I can enjoy it. I mean, I think for me, when I'm at that place where I have enough money, like financially free, where I can do whatever I want, it's it's no better feeling. So, oh shit, I'm going to say money. Yeah, money brings happiness. This, uh, this, this last thing I want to talk about though is what do you, what do you think is is one of a like a your last tip for the listeners? Like it can be anything in general. It can it can be about traveling. It can be about credit. Just be about mental health. Hey, mental health awareness. Wait, mental health awareness. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Mental health month is uh this month. So if you're needing any help, get the help you need. Cause uh for me, mental health mental health is a big deal as I've uh as I've came over the years. And yeah, if you can't control that, 
definitely can't control other aspects of your life. But back to your tip of the week, of the day, of the hour. What do you say, bro? I would say, bro, is um, let money work for you and you don't work for money, bro. Yeah. 100%. I agree with that 100%. And to go piggyback off that, I would say if you have a business, if you're making money, if you're doing anything, pay yourself first. Don't matter if it's $5, don't matter if it's $1,000 each paycheck, whatever you got, there's a certain percentage you have to put into your actual bank account where you have them diversified, where you pay yourself first. And I've learned over, it's a mental thing where you pay yourself first and you take care of your bills last. I'm not going to go into it, but it definitely helps out. So <laughs> that's definitely my tip. And yeah, you got anything to say? You want to you wanna plug them? What's your, uh, what's your uh, IG name? My IG name is Sam Dingo. Yes. S-A-M-D-I-N-G-O-O. Yeah. Follow my boy. And yeah, guys, this is the Gin Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Five-star reviews for sure. Like I said, we got a, man, we got a lot of content coming out. I still got to interview half of my boys because got the whole Corona going on and they a little, they a little iffy right now, but we, uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming in. I got a new setup and yeah, thank you for listening. Gweezy11, your host, follow me, tag me and five-star reviews. If I haven't said that already, we are out here. I've ever had to do in my life, dog. <laughs>